What's up my fellow scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite Chat. Today we're going to be talking about can Ron Howard save the solo film and I'm going to try to be as unbiased as possible in this discussion and really offer up some of my opinions for us to discuss down in the comments. Now the main topic that this kind of stems from is the fact that in a recent articles that have been coming out, I believe it was started from a podcast, Tony Gilroy, who is the person that kind of rewrote and basically redirected Rogue One after Gareth Edwards kind of had some issues with it. He's the one that stepped in and kind of reshot what's believed to be about 60% of the film. Now, they've kind of kept it hush-hush about exactly what all went on. Tony Gilroy wasn't even really mentioned and you know he didn't have he wasn't as credited it was still basically accredited to Gareth Edwards even though most people knew it was really Tony Gilroy's movie. So the reason being is Tony Gilroy got paid a whole lot of money and Gareth Edwards played ball and did what he you know did what was best for Lucasfilm and so he was an honorable guy that stood in there and did what was best for the team. But now, because this is what Lucasfilm does, or Kathleen Kennedy does, it's, hey, I only care about you until, like, a little bit later. Then we're going to throw you under the bus. Because Tony Gilroy's never said anything. And now he comes out, and he's starting to talk about it. He's coming out saying, yeah, it was terrible, terrible, terrible. You know, it was, there wasn't even a movie there. We, there was nothing, and we had to just completely redo it. And that's interesting because a week ago, or a week and a half ago, somewhere around there, article came out by Vulture. Vulture did an article where, and a lot of other people kind of wrote about it as well from Variety and so on and so forth, but Vulture was where it got started. They did an interview with an actor from the Solo movie. Now, this isn't one of the key marquee actors, but it's someone that was on set for the majority of shooting. And they talked about the issues that happen with Lord and Miller. And this got, obviously, a lot of traction and a lot of people started to discuss the issues of what happened. And in doing so, it seems Lucasfilm has come to figure out how to solve this problem. And their, their way of solving it is to kill the past. <laughs> let's just let's throw Gareth Edwards under the bus, even though he was always extremely respectful. And he always talked positively of the whole situation. And he came in like a champ and made it out like there wasn't these you know, creative conflicts. And then, because you have creative conflicts yet again, because that's what Kathleen Kennedy does. She causes problems in every single movie that's made other than Ryan Johnson in The Last Jedi. Then Lord Miller leave because they're not willing to change. You have basically a conflict that actually seems to stem from Lord and Miller and Lawrence Kasdan. <clears throat> and we'll get a little bit further into that. <clears throat> but basically, the idea is that their concept is that, hey, y'all liked Rogue One, right? Y'all, this is like most of the fans, basically their favorite movie that we've done so far. So, hey, look, that was all in terrible shambles as well. Gareth Edwards did just as bad as Lord Miller did, but look, we saved it. Please trust us. Please come watch our movie. Please, is what's kind of happening here. And I really don't like that. I really don't like that they've thrown Gareth Edwards under the bus to save themselves because they made 
another mistake. Allowing, from the article from Vulture, allowing Lord and Miller to shoot 70, they've had to reshoot 75% of the film. Now this isn't like Rogue One, and this is where I want to discuss, like, it's, this isn't comparable. Because in Rogue One, what happened is they shot the film, the director's cut was finished, and they watched it, and they were like, this is terrible. Um, basically, there was not much continuity, there was zero character development, and there was no real story thread that you could kind of follow through and kind of a theme of the movie. So that's when they brought in Tony Gilroy, and so Tony Gilroy cut out some parts, reshot some parts, added some parts to the beginning, and with this whole goal of creating some character development, and then also attempting to uh, kind of create a theme, or the theme of sacrifice. And with that theme in mind, creating the characters at the beginning to kind of adhere to that and build the story all the way through, mainly focusing on adding some parts with Jen Erso, those on the rating, and also adding some parts with Cassie and Andor, and then also giving a little bit more depth to Cheer Imwe, played by Donnie Yen. And <clears throat> so this was how that was done, which is comparable to how A New Hope was. And when it was originally shot, it was just chaos. There was no really solid through line. It was very confusing the way the story was told. And it was actually George Lucas's wife and uh, Brian De Palma that kind of came to him and was like, this is a mess, we need to do something. And it was them uh, that put it together, cut it apart, uh, added in. They didn't have the money back then to do reshoots like they did with Rogue One. But they reorganized. They actually flipped some shots. If you pay really attention, there's actually some shots that are just either played and reversed or repeated completely. And if you pay attention, knowing that, you'll begin to see there's a very good video uh, from Rocket Film Schools discussing it. I will link it down below. Very much worth watching. And it goes into what they all did in the editing. Completely changing the end of the film, restructuring that. And the biggest thing was the restructure of the beginning of the film to help you kind of understand what's going on in the world and it kind of flowing and having much, much improved pacing. And that's how that was saved. And this is kind of similar in how Rogue One was done. The difference here is where Solo is. Solo was done... And the way that this actor says it, and as well as many other people, that Ron Howard is shooting the exact same film that Lord Miller did. The script with Lawrence Kasdan was the issue. See, Lord and Miller, and this comes from The Vulture as, long, as well as many other, but I'll talk about The Vulture because it's the more recent one. They got the biggest kind of comments that led to this kind of Tony Gilroy speaking out. And... They said that the way that Lord Miller are, because they're comedic directors, and they're very good at doing comedic films, uh, Jump Street, 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street, were both very hilarious, and I never expected to enjoy those films at all. And, uh, of course, they did the Lego movie. And so they were going through it, and they would shoot the original script. And after they shot it, they would take 30 or more takes where they would just continually say, hey, try this, try this, try this. All right, now, why don't you try something different? It's like, whatever comes in your head, just do it. And that works great for comedy. That's how a lot of comedies do it nowadays, where it's basically just improv. The problem with that leads to, and I think this is a big thing that I do want to touch on with Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich, after this, they got to this point and they kind of saw the cut that Lord Miller was doing was when they started to bring in an acting coach for him. Now, imagine if you're all Nairnwick. 
He is a talented actor. He did very, very well in Hell Caesar. Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to do good in this, and I actually kind of lean towards he's probably not. And the other actor in this uh, article by Vulture said that, hey, he's a talented actor, but he just he can't he can't do Han Solo. He can't he's not able to do it. And there was another article where Robert Meyer Burnett came out and talked, and he is kind of in the center of a lot of this stuff. Uh, he's you know in the know. He's friends with some high ups. I believe he's he's really good friends with Simon Kinberg, who usually is an executive producer on a lot of the Lucasfilm stuff. And he said someone close to him saw the movie and he praised it. And so I won't go into all that because you can never buy too much into that. But what was interesting is that he said that the only thing they kind of complained about was that Alden Ehrenreich wasn't great. <laughs> That he just he wasn't Han Solo, and that a lot of times he was actually overshadowed by the rest of the cast, and I find this very interesting. Um, that's a big problem when you say the movie's called Solo, and that's why people are going to watch it is because it's a solo film, and the actor isn't Han Solo, and this comes down to Kathleen Kennedy uh, making a huge mistake. But in defense of the actor, and I'm not going to defend the movie if he's bad in the role, but in defense of this actor is you're going to take the job that's a dream of a lifetime either way. And then you're trying to get in a role to play a specific person. This is, and I saw him in an interview recently discuss it as, it's basically like a biopic in a fantasy world. So you're trying to play a character. He is trying to play Han Solo, which is extremely hard. And then you're trying to play it and you spend this time to get into character and then you get on set and Lord and Miller say, all right, here's the script, now do it. And you do your scene and then they go, okay, now let's try some other stuff. And then you do 30 takes of every single scene that then begin to, you start to lose the character because they're wanting something different. This isn't like David Fincher who would shoot up to 90 takes for each moment, but he would always have his person and character, he would just give them a little different thought. Like, hey, what if you were thinking this when this happened? And what if you were thinking this? But it's always in that character. But this is with Lord and Miller, there was discussions of it was becoming basically like Ace Ventura at this point. And you've got a little more serious of an actor with Alden Ehrenreich versus someone that's a little more of the comedic side with Donald Glover and it's going to get overshadowed. But the biggest issue is that they had to bring in an acting coach. And I think they had to bring in an acting coach because they had to reset him and get him back into the position of being able to play that character. Some of the best actors of all time go full method acting. Well, you, you can't do that here. And so the fact that he's had to get in and out of character so much, I think, is... A huge issue and why I don't think and you can see from the trailers he doesn't sound like Han Solo and I don't think he has the charisma or he, he's just not Han Solo and to defend his the actor this may not be as much his fault as some people wanted to put the blame on him but the blame is on Kathleen Kennedy for one allowing Lord and Miller to do this for such a long period of time and then Waiting for, you know, waiting for the film to almost be over with before they went and tried to fix it. And now they brought in Ron Howard. And they said everything's better. They've cut down the takes. Obviously, Alden's got an acting coach. They're following Lawrence Kasdan's script perfectly. And a lot of rumors beforehand was that this script was really, really incredible. This is the last script he wanted to work on. He obviously was very close to the story of Han Solo. And... um 
you know, there's respect to be given there for what he has done beforehand. And that all sounds well and good. But one, this issue of trying to save it by saying, look, here's how Rogue One was. That's It's not the same. It's, it's different. You had the director playing ball there. The directors aren't playing ball here. It was a completely reshooting the film but changing the film versus you're shooting the film exactly the way it was, but you've now, by having the original film shot once and now reshooting it, you've thrown the actor, your lead actor, the one that everyone's going to be paying the most attention to, unable to be in character and unable to act in the way he needs to be to pull it off. And yes, in that article, it talks about the Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm were desiring to have someone that was going to try to play and be like Solo. Now, they may be trying to change that concept and say, no, 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 no. Now, he's a younger Solo. You'll see how he became, how he's going to become. And that may be the whole way the story was always going to be. But in this article, they say that originally, they wanted him to be as close to Han Solo as possible. And it seems like the issues in the higher-ups allowed this actor to get so out of hand. But most importantly, no, this isn't just like Rogue One. No, Ron Howard could save it. He's a talented director. He's a respectable director. If the script's really great, then it can be a good movie. The problem is, is they may have wrecked the title character in all of this. And he's going to get a lot of heat. And I will hate on the movie, you know, Anybody that's watched my stuff, I'm going to be 100% honest all the time. But in trying to be a little bit fair and one, I want to come down on who deserves the trouble for this, which is Kathleen Kennedy and the heads of Lucasfilm and the story team that have allowed this to happen, that are now trying to like throw Gareth Edwards under the bus for what happened in Rogue One, which was still, again, their fault. And... Also, while doing that, take some of it off of what happened with, you know, Alden Ehrenreich. He's getting all the blunt, all the, you know, trouble here. But just imagine if that was, if you were in that situation. And so I want to be a little bit easy on him. I will still call out the character for his flaws. I'll just be a little bit easier on the actor himself considering all of this as a whole. But I look forward to hearing your thoughts about it, um, you know trying to just give the information, give my opinion, obviously, but not be too one way or the other on it uh, until we see the film. Um, I know a lot of people are going to boycott it. I'm going to watch it once so that I can review it for this channel because a lot of people have said they were going to wait for my review to find out. I got to figure out a way to be able to do it as cheaply as possible to not give any you know, too much to Lucasfilm, and I think I know how to. Um, but in being fair, I'm going to try to go in with as balanced as an opinion as possible. And, you know, I was I was looking ecstatically forward to The Last Jedi, and we saw, you know, my opinions on that. Um, but anyways, I look forward to hearing your thoughts and opinions on kind of all of that down below. Thank you, as always, for watching. And never forget you, Nerf Herders. I love you.